What does the cleaning industry really talk about? Beyond Clean with Ace is a podcast to explore just that. Now in its sixth season, Beyond Clean with Ace has hosted hundreds of influencers from around the globe. Listen to people who are excited about providing healthy, positive, and proactive information. Share their experiences, passions, and helpful tips. Now let's join our host, Dave Thompson, Director for the Academy of Cleaning Excellence, as he speaks with yet another leading influencer from our industry. Good morning, everyone. This is Dave Thompson. I am your host here at Beyond Clean with Ace. It is, well, today is a holiday. Um, Well, for some people, you know, for some of us, we're still working. So, you know, here I am uh, taping another uh, episode. We are in season six. We're in, uh, well, I guess it's the final week of February already. Folks, I cannot believe 2022 has almost got two months gone. Anyway, you did not come on here to listen to me. You came on to see if I have a guest, and I do. It is, well, I believe his first time on the show, but Javier and I know each other for a while now. Javier, uh, are you on the line with us? Let's check that first. Uh, Yes, good morning. Good morning. I am here. Good morning. Uh, Javier is, uh, well, him and his wife, and I'm going to let you tell all about that, Javier, but the two of them run a cleaning operation called Modern Cleaning Solutions in Tampa Bay, Florida. And, uh, you know, I ran into Javier whenever you came to a master's class a number of years ago. So, Javier, uh, let's kind of tell everybody who you are, what you and your wife are doing, and why are they going to listen to you today? Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you, Dave, for having me today. Um, it's, it's very nice of you, and, and I feel honored, uh, you know, to speak and uh, be able to share with everyone. Uh, well, basically, to kind of get back to what you just said, uh, yeah, I, uh, my wife and I got this crazy notion that we wanted to get into the cleaning business. We both came from diff- uh, different backgrounds. Um, but it's something that I liked. I was kind of very fascinated with the industry, a lot about it. I like, always liked the machines and like things, watching things since I was a little kid. So we finally had a meeting of the minds. And then the only place that I could find, because I had not one idea or one clue about what to do with cleaning, let alone operate a machine. <laughs> so I went online and I found this place called Gem Supply. And uh, at that time, uh, the offices were in a different location than where they moved to now in Tampa. And uh, they, I noticed that they were giving classes and instructions. So I met this guy or read about this guy called Dave Thompson. <laughs> and he was giving uh, classes on flooring and, uh, and all kinds of different things. But one thing that, that kind of drew me to it more than anything else was the green cleaning. The idea of being able to clean and... Uh, you know, sanitize and, and all that point, you know, without using harsh chemicals or at least minimizing the amount of chemicals as possible. So um, I went to the class and um, had a great time and learned a lot. And then shortly after, we got uh, on the ground running and we're going almost five years strong now. And as Dave mentioned, we are based in Tampa. Now we do the tri-county areas, which will do Pasco, Pinellas and Hillsborough counties. And, uh, you know, with the grace of God, we're doing very well. Um, we've uh, expanded and, um, you know, and I've learned a lot, you know, over the last uh, almost five years now. 
Uh, I can't believe my goodness, time has gone by so fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, um, folks, you're probably wondering, does my wife have a name? <laughs> Come on, you got you're gonna have to introduce her. She's you know yes, she's probably yes, not on the, coming on the show today, but no, she does have a name. Yes, yes. I I'm sorry, and, I, and forgive me for not mentioning my lovely wife, but uh, I don't know. I just got sideswiped into this whole thing <laughs> of the talking about the business. So my wife's name is Jana, and she's originally from Czechoslovakia, which is the Czech Republic in Europe, and uh, she is a very, 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 very. Um, Elite, I want to say leadership-filled lady, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Uh, she's been a great inspiration to me in the business. Uh, you know, she's probably at times more enthusiastic than I am. She's uh, very, very good with everything, and she's also, you know, learns a lot and uh, is is very motivated. So it's nice when you have a partner that you know is kind of shares the same dream or the same idea as you. Um, it, it's really a good thing. But uh, unfortunately, I would have liked her to, to have joined us today as well, but uh, she did have to go meet uh, a client uh, this morning. It's actually an estimate that we're doing. So, you know, I said, well, I'm going to be on the radio and you're going to go crunch numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so you got her working while you're enjoying sitting on the phone. That's right. <laughs> we have to uh, get once in a while. <laughs> folks, I've known the two of these folks for uh, now for five years, and I can tell you that uh, since this is recorded and live out there, there will be a little bit of conversation this evening between the two. Um, now, she's from the Czech Republic, uh, so they're probably wondering, you said your backgrounds are diverse, so where are you from? Well, I was born here in Tampa. I'm a Tampa native. Now, my heredity, my nationality is from Spain. My grandparents were both born in Spain, and they went to Cuba. And my parents, they, they of course, uh, my, my dad was born in Cuba. He came before Fidel Castro, before that revolution in the early 50s. And my mom came in the mid-60s. She was a little girl. Uh, but both also, both my parents were raised here in Tampa, but our lineage is of, of Spanish origin on both sides of my family. So now, folks, you get a, a, a Spanish person uh, from Cuba, and then you get uh, a Czech, and you get somebody that's passionate and somebody that crunches numbers, and you have modern cleaning for five years. How many employees are you up to now? We are up to 15 employees. And do you care to share your annual revenue with folks? Absolutely, absolutely. Our right now, our gross is one million one hundred thousand uh, dollars. That is, of course, not counting. I mean, withdrawing, of course, employees, uh, our HR, and everything else. Oh yeah, yeah. All, all the things it takes all to run the, a business. All the things it takes. So we're grossing one one point one right now, which I'm very very happy. We've got our third truck. We just bought it last month. Um. And we're getting ready to hire a supervisor, um, a roaming supervisor, because we're getting to the point already to where I, me and her, my wife and I, I should say, we're pulling our hairs out of a head. <laughs> I can't wait to do too much. <laughs> now, hopefully that's not you pulling hers and her pulling yours. <laughs> well, it's a little bit of both on both sides once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, Javier, um, you know, I have to ask. Why did you want to be on a podcast with me today after all these years? 
Well, because it's something I've been meaning to do, wanting to do, and I finally, I, I don't want to say I want to drum up the courage to do it. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm not sure that's okay. That's hard if you, if that's what it is, that's what it is. But I just felt compelled that, uh, you know, I, like you said, Dave, I, I've, I've heard you've been doing this uh, ever since we met for many years, or, or at least several years already. And uh, I like it. I, I like uh, talking uh, and sharing my views and, and maybe possibly if we spoke to other people, uh, you know, sharing my input in what I've done in my business or what I'm trying to do in my business, put it that way. Uh, so others, you know, kind of, I don't want to say be inspirational necessarily, but, you know, just say if anybody has any questions, hey, what did I do here? What did I do there? I love to help people and try to share my views. Well, you know, I have to kind of go here, folks, because uh, as you said, we have a little bit of a history here. And, and I noticed that we had a couple of people come on a uh, live show. If you if you come on live uh, and are listening to the show and you want to talk with either Javier or myself, just put something in the chat box so that we know what you want to talk about. And we may uh, have you come on the air and talk with us, or we just may answer in the chat. So want to make sure that you got that. Um, you know, I happened to be looking at your website as you were talking there, Javier, and I'm like, certificates. You know, hey, since I'm in the certificate business and verifying people, you know, I had this uh, customer the other day. He says, I, not, I need to have somebody to do floor care for me because he doesn't have any equipment for floor care. And he said, do you have anybody that's taken your class and got a certificate that I can uh, get to do floors? And I go, you know, the, here's the problem. Just because they earned a certificate from the academy doesn't mean that they're actually doing what we talked or they really know how to or they have the equipment. I think that might be different for modern cleaning. Um, yeah, absolutely. You're right, Dave. Uh, I mean, getting a certification um, in your class or getting a certification, especially in your class in general, in order, the way I looked at it was that you have to, it's not good enough to have a piece of paper on the wall is, is exactly like you said. You have to put inputs into place to where you're actually practicing what you learned and what you are going to do about it, especially when you're trying to sell your product to your customers and try to, you know, convince your customers that what from what you learned, you are going to be, or you're going to provide a better service to them than the average out there. Because, you know, let's face it, there's a lot of people in our industry, in the cleaning business, uh, whether it's from the building services uh, contractor side, or it's, you know, just whatever, different, different areas, uh, you know, however you want to break it down. But you know, the thing is when you go and when you talk to a client and they've got three, four, five different proposals from other competing companies, the thing is what makes you distinctive? Why should they pick you? And I think with those certifications and uh, with the knowledge that you learn, it really gives you something to fall back on and say, well, wait a minute. The first guy who gave me an estimate didn't say that he was certified in green cleaning as an example or he wasn't certified in floor care, or he didn't demonstrate that he knew anything necessarily about anything. So it kind of gives you a lot of leverage and it helps you, um, I guess, really make people feel at ease and feel better. Well, then now as you're talking about that, Javier, should certificates just be a one-time thing or should they be updated in your opinion? I think they should be recertified. And I am guilty of that myself. Uh, 
I have, as a matter of fact, oh, I did, that's not what I brought that up for. I wasn't <laughs> trying to say that, but, but, you know, I have people that come to the Academy and just like you earn a certificate and say, well, I don't ever have to do it again. Or I learned that stuff 10 years ago. I don't need to go through that again. Do you, how do you feel about that, that thought? Well, I, I completely disagree with, with somebody who would say that because I, first of all, I don't believe that you ever stop learning. Uh, there's nothing that, I mean, to this day, I can't think of anyone who can stand up and say, hey, I know it all about one particular thing. If you do, well, <laughs> you know, I think uh, you might be a, a super genius that uh, most of us are not. So I believe that you have to keep learning. And again, you know, the, the, there's new techniques, there's new processes, uh, things keep changing. And not only that, I mean, that's the primary focus on that. But the other thing is, too, that, you know, it's really, really important to it's it's almost like uh, if you were, I guess, an, a plumber, an electrician, let's say, for example, and you have a state licensure and a state certification. Now, obviously, that might be a little bit more crucial. But at the same time, you know, clients, when you go out and you make your bids and you talk to people and you're trying to land work, they're going to demand that all your licenses are up to date. And all that kind of thing. So it's it's no different than than this type of certification. It's the same thing. It's just it really is something that, you know, you should if you do it once, you can do it on a continuous basis, and you can continuously learn. That's the that's the the main focus I think is learning. So should the certification be for the company or for the individual employees? And is it uh, something that everybody should have or just one person? No, I I believe that everybody should have it. I know that. Um, you know, I know it, it can become difficult sometimes, maybe for companies, especially if they're smaller companies and they've got a minimal amount of employees and they want to try to get all their employees certified. I know it can be a little bit, you know, expensive or whatnot, but in the long run, it pays off. I think that, sure, the ownership um, of the company, like, of course, we're speaking about, let's say, for example, myself and my wife, we should have both the certificates, but it would be ample and fantastic if every single employee had it. Sure. Well, I know that Jaina has been to a couple of classes that you haven't been able to attend. And just like you said this morning, because one of you still has to do the, the business. So, you know, I commend you guys for doing that. Uh, you know, and folks, the reason I bring this conversation up to start our, our uh, talk today is that, you know, there's many people that come through the academy and earn a cert certificate, uh, a piece of paper, as you said there, Javier. But you have followed the green cleaning that you mentioned as closely as possible. And I think uh, I'd like for you to kind of talk to the audience a little bit about why, why green cleaning, why have you stuck with it when that's not popular? Well, one thing that really opened my eyes was, of course, Dave, when I, when I took your class, uh, the master's class, uh, and I learned about green cleaning uh, and, and what it is because – I always thought, and especially after taking that class, your class, I should say, that people have a, 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 a kind of a misdirected notion on the cleaning industry, thinking that, you know, everything is the old fashioned way that, of course, as an example, you know, you had to use bleach, you have to use ammoniated products, <laughs> you know, you have to do that or else it won't kill germs and it won't work. I mean, yes, at one time in history, that was probably the only thing that you could do because that's all we had, you know, the, the, the inventions and, and certain types of other products and stuff like that hadn't come around yet. But now we have that option. So the thing is that why it's a common sense thing for me. It's why would you want to clean or 
to to try to disinfect, sanitize, you know, for whatever word you want to you know try to use here. Why would you want to do that with using the conventional products and the conventional techniques when there's something out there that's better that does the same job or even a better job in most cases? Why would you want to subject yourself and, of course, subject your employees and other important people to potential health uh, problems? And let's face it. I mean, a lot of people just don't want to acknowledge it. And I deal with customers all the time and I'm talking to them. And they're like, well, hey, I've been cleaning with bleach since I was a kid. And my grandmother cleaned with bleach. And I'm like, well, that's good. More power to her. But, you know, <laughs> the reality is that there, you know, bleach is not good for you. Uh, it's, it's highly toxic. It's very poisonous. Uh, sure, it's effective. It works. It kills germs. But uh, there's just so many other things out there. And if I can offer you a better idea or a better thing, that will do the same job and won't make you sick or won't give you the potential of possibly being sick, why would you not want to indulge in that? That's what green cleaning to me makes, to answer your question originally, that's what makes it fascinating to me is that it's the ability to be able to achieve the same goal without, you know, without having to put anyone's health or anything else at risk. Yeah, and I think what's interesting here, folks, as Javier's talking, I'm, I'm, I'm realizing something. You've got a $1.1 million company that is green cleaning when people say you can't do that. Yep, that's absolutely yeah. right. You, you know, and, and so, folks, I think this is exactly, you know, one of the things I always talk about in class is look at what everybody else is doing and don't do it. And, and I think Javier and uh, Jaina have have exemplified that statement uh, quite a bit, at least in this area. And of all the students in the, the six years uh, that I've been doing this here in Florida, you're the only one that has actually stayed true uh, to, the, to, us, to, to the point that you have, which, which says it is possible if you choose. I would imagine it hasn't been easy, though. Absolutely not. It's, it's been a very difficult ride, and it continues to be a very difficult ride because the, the main problem is, is, is convincing uh, people in the world at large, if you will, that there is another way and a better way because we run into that brick wall all the time. I spoke okay. to a gentleman last week. We went to go do a quote for his preschool, and, um, of course, he's got little children there, toddlers and all that, mm -hmm. and – you know, that he was telling me the teachers were cleaning his, his building currently. So obviously he wants to get that off his teachers and he wants a professional company to come in and work. So we were talking and I asked him, I said, so what do you, uh, you know, uh, what do you, what are you doing right now? Or what are your teachers cleaning with the same thing? Well, uh, they use Lysol and they use bleach and all that stuff. And I said, well, wait a minute, you know, those things, you know, these are children. These are young, young kids that you're dealing with here. You know, they're breathing all those things. They're, God knows that they're touching it, you know. Uh, green cleaning is very, very important. It's very important that, you know, you want to you start things off right. <laughs> so that's one particular example. I mean, I've run into that all the time. But it's convincing that man that we can do it. And it's, and, and it's one by one. It's him today. There's another one tomorrow, whatever. Because, you know, the, the industry as a whole, the cleaning business as a whole, other people, other competitors uh, in, in our market, competitors of mine, whatever, if everybody can institute that. Because it's really interesting. If you really look in the Tampa Bay area, 
you really do a little research. There are very few green cleaning companies as, our, as uh, ourselves. There is probably, I believe, last I counted or seen, there was other four or five other companies in the entire Tampa Bay area. We're talking thousands and thousands of people here, folks, uh, that institute anything like that or even mention that. Because cleaning companies, they're, they're dime a dozen. I mean, you can go. <laughs> they're everywhere. And, and, and to your point, though, Javier, even though that they may mention it, do they actually live it like what you're talking about this morning? Absolutely. And I think that that is questionable in certain certain aspects. You know, um, I think that it, it's become popular now uh, here and worldwide, I think. And people want to see that change. But it's slow. It's progress in motion, but it's slow. And we don't know. I mean, some I would imagine do, but I, I, I don't know. You know, it, it, some people get scared off with it, too, because a lot. One thing I ran into and I've run into is that, oh, my God. It's got to be green. It's better for you. But my goodness, it's got to be expensive. Oh, yeah. Anything like that that's healthy for you. It's like when you go to the health food store and you see these, uh, you know, special uh, peanuts or something <laughs> or almonds or something. And they're imported, blah, blah, blah. And they're organic and they're all natural. And, you know, a half an ounce costs you 10 bucks or something like that, <laughs> you know. And people are scared. They're like, oh, my God, I can't afford that. It's just too expensive. Well, again, it's not that it's any more expensive it's just a it's a technique it's a routine and then it, it's just the purpose of being able to convince people to get kind of get out of the dark ages is kind of what i want to say <laughs> <laughs> well folks i don't want to get too deep into to that subject uh, this morning uh, on on your first visit here to the podcast uh we might get into it deeper if if you come back again but i think this is a point that i kind of wanted to make here folks is that you know green cleaning as Javier and Jane are doing this at Modern Cleaning Solutions, is ab about health. It's not about a certain product. I think you've heard him say that several times already, that the health of the people that are at, in that environment. I, I love the example you just gave this morning, you know, of the young kids, because, you know, those are the lives that we can influence the most. Uh, some of us uh, my age, we're already negatively affected by what we've used and as you said, just because we used it in the past doesn't mean we should use it today. Mm -hmm. Does it does it go further than just the chemical? Uh, is, is it more the practice, or have, what have you found? I've found, Dave, that it's a mixture of both, but I think it's the practice. Uh, you know, <clears throat> the chemical is is very important. Of course, it's it's especially you know you do have to have something to uh, disinfect and, 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 you know, of course, do, you know, bacteria, viruses, all, all of the above. But it's the practice. It's the practice. It's really teaching people on what the correct practice is. And on top of that, the most important thing is also teaching your employees as a company, as a business owner, because that's all well and good what your employees see you do and what you train them when they're doing it. But behind the scenes when you're not there, it's making sure that they're doing that same thing. And the way I, we've found, my wife and I have found, that we have to continuously always retrain them. We always have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <the> <laughs> you know, as you were saying that, I'm thinking, you know, as long as we've we've known this, folks, uh, people have a tendency to bring in their own stuff because they know what, that, that, that's, oh, I've always used this particular Mr. Clean or top job or whatever it is at yeah. home and, and they'll sneak it in. Uh, do you have issues like that or is that... Uh, 
oh, it's it, it's it's happened. It doesn't happen that much anymore, but it's happened to us. I remember in particular, uh, uh, for her sake, I mean, she's still currently an employee with us, so I'm not going to mention any names, but uh, <laughs> this particular lady, uh, and she does a good job. I mean, poor thing, it's not her fault, but she did run out of, uh, of H-Docs, which is, you know, as you know, it's one of the greatest products out there, which is what we use, the hydrogen peroxide solution. It's an excellent product. And she ran out. And instead of calling us or calling my wife, now granted we were busy and we had a lot going on, but we're always, you know, we always try to be 24 hours a day with our, especially with our uh, people that need us, right? We, you know, right. Yeah. well, she goes home and she has to come clean the building again the next day. And instead of giving me a phone call or giving my wife a text or a phone call and say, hey, listen, we're out of product and you deliver something in the morning. She goes home and she gets a bottle of Fabuloso from oh, the bottom of her kitchen sink, which she uses at home. Then, of course, she goes, she uses it the next day, and then I, surely enough, I get a phone call from my client that says, hey, listen, are you guys using that purple stuff in the bottle because it stinks in here, and I don't like that smell, and I've got allergies. <laughs> I said, uh -huh. wait a minute. Oh, that can't be. We don't, Oh, I know what I'm smelling. I know that you can't argue that with me. And then granted, surely enough, I went by the facility, and I went inside, and I smelled it. Surely enough, she even left the bottle there. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Left the evidence, as you would yeah. say. And, you know, I called her back and then I told her, I'm like, listen, dear, you know, the, the, the client's not happy with this because he doesn't like that stuff. And we, you know, very well, we don't use that stuff. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I appreciate you trying to get it cleaned and not leaving him hanging. But, you know, it's something that you have to always remember that you can't bring products from home. You shouldn't bring products from home and especially those types of products. Well, and what you're and what you're saying here is is folks, this is an educational uh, uh, time. This you know to educate people on why we do the things we do, and this is a, a product. But the practice of using the right product, there's the expectations that the client has, and so you know as an uh, as an organization, you're trying to meet the expectations of the client, and your process and the product are just parts of that whole scenario. That's why you're a $1.1 million company. Yeah. Yeah. We try, we definitely try our best. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, and we're very, very adamant about it. I think that the, the, the problem is when you start getting, I don't want to say lax, but in a way it is being lax and you really lose your, your, your foundation when it comes to your principles about what you're using, what products you're using and what you're doing. That's what creates problems. And again, like I said, I think I said earlier, that's what does not create the distinction between your company and somebody else's. Folks, I want to take a moment here to let you know that we are sponsored by Gym Supply that Javier mentioned. They have been providing supplies that improve uh, lives since 1930 here in Central Florida. There are four locations, Orlando, Kissimmee, Lakeland, and Tampa, where Javier does most of his business. Um, have you found it to be hard to stay away from and not accept the other jobs that don't want you to, to do green cleaning? Uh, is it hard to stay true to your, to your practice? It is. It is. It's absolutely, it is difficult. And it takes a lot of, uh, you know, work trying to open the client's eyes to see what they're doing. 
But it gets to a certain point to where, and luckily, you know, as you said, Dave, we're, we're doing well and we're blessed enough to be at this particular point to where I'm at the point and my wife, we're at the point to where we can turn away business if we have to, if it doesn't meet our principles. And it's, I've done it before. We've both done it before. Right. Um, you know, it, it's just if, if you can't get somebody to understand and they want us to go against our principles, the guy says, OK, I'm going to give you a building that's four stories. And I want you to clean it seven days a week. And I want this and that. Sure, your, your eyeballs are opening up because, hey, man, that's a great job. You're good money. But the guy tells you, well, wait a minute. Before you come in, you got to use Mr. Clean. You got to use Fabuloso. You got to use Lysol. I want you to use a cotton mop and a red old-fashioned bucket with a ringer. I don't want you to use bucketless mop technology. I don't want you to use any of this kind of stuff. I just want you to use the conventional stuff. Personally, I'm going to tell them, and even my wife will tell them too. We'll say, hey, listen, we appreciate the business and you guys giving us the opportunity to cater your needs, but we don't function that way. And, and we're not going to put ourselves in a position to do it to your, to your standard instead of the correct way because our reputation's on the line. And it's not so much our reputation. We don't care so much about that. It's more that it's just not the right thing to do. Well, now, now I'm, I'm going to disagree with you there just a little bit, Javier, if you don't mind, because I'm looking right here on your About page, and it says we're five-star rated on Google and Home Advisor, and mm -hmm. we're bonded, we're insured, um, and you even talk about your certificate and everything. Reputation does matter, because what else do you have at Modern Cleaning Solutions? Right, right. No, you're right, Dave. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think what I meant to trying to express myself in that in that particular segment in this thing here is that yes, of course, reputation is primary, but it's also I think it's part of it. It's a great majority of it, but it's also too it's getting somebody to understand that you're not going to compromise on your principles over money because that's what ends up happening in most cases. You know, people say, "Oh, I'm getting a nice juicy paycheck. I'll clean with a road tar if I have to." <laughs> you know. <laughs> And I think this is what you're saying here at this, folks, is, is what Javier's trying to also say, if I can paraphrase a moment, is you know, not for the sake of money do we lower our principles and our standards just because most of the cleaning operations do that. You have a standard. You have a set. The other thing is, is I think all of your equipment, your education for your employees, what do you do with all that if you change your principles? Absolutely. It's a great point. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's a major investment. I know that uh, from day one, uh, we have invested in all kinds of machinery uh, that we currently have, you know, and we use and we implement it and we use it every day. We try to as much as possible, but exactly. And that machinery, like you mentioned, Dave, is designed for these types of purposes. And yeah, you're going to spend all your money on this stuff and then you're not going to use it. That makes no sense. <laughs> So I want to take a moment here because we've had a few people. I noticed that we've got a couple of people uh, live on the air with us. If you have a question or a thought you'd like to ask Javier, go ahead and type it in the chat. Uh, we'd be glad to uh, uh, throw it at Javier and see what he has to say. You know, I, I want to ask you, has, has it been hard to find, how do I want to say this, product and services uh, that you're looking for that aren't full of what you would call the marketing hype? It, yes, it is difficult because that's definitely out there. There's no doubt. The marketing hype is, is very, uh, you know, it's very widespread. <laughs> uh, but yes, it is. It, it, it does become challenging in certain points. 
But, you know, the thing is that, like I always try to say is that, or, or what I'm trying to say, I, I should say, is that, you know, I, I like to get one-on-one. -on -one, and I think a lot of that marketing hype and those problems and these preconceived notions that, that people have is just having a one-on-one -on -one with your particular customer and with your client way before that you're going to even try to do any services on his building or her building or anything else. It's education. Like you said, Dave, that's the most important thing is education because if they, from the beginning, before you step foot, before you give them any kind of estimate and say, well, wait a minute, I found you online. I've never heard of this green thing. So tell me, why is that? What is it about before we even go, you know, from, you know, go anywhere else? Well, sure. Give me 10 minutes of your time. I'll tell you what I do. I mean, it's either going to work for you or it's not going to work for you. Yeah. So I'm going to ask a question here, and, and, and I'm just thinking of all these questions in my head, so pardon me if I interrupt on those things. Um, do, you, do you ever do a demonstration of what green cleaning is, or is it cap or, or, or do people get it just by explanation, or do they, do they have to experience it before it becomes understandable for them? I've done several uh, uh presentation since we started our business. I haven't done one in a while, in all honesty, because of course we've been busy in other aspects, but um, I've done it before and, you know, especially implementing the type of equipment we, we use. For example, um, you know, just off the top of my head, HEPA filtration vacuum systems, right? Uh, why HEPA and why are you using this particular vacuum? I mean, it, it's just the simplicity to even bringing the vacuum cleaner, your vacuum, taking it off my truck, or, you know, showing the client the vacuum cleaner that we use and why we use this vacuum cleaner, for example, versus their old-fashioned Hoover that's shooting dust out that they got in there in their closet. <laughs> so, so, folks, if you're, if you're new to the show or you don't know exactly what Javier's talking about, <clears throat> HEPA filter stands for High Efficiency Particulate Air fil Filter. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, normal, uh, and I won't say any particular names here, but your very uh, conventional vacuums uh, may just use a cloth bag, which is one of the big commercial vacuums that's out there. And uh, that bag just collects and it it is somewhat of a filter, but not down to this high efficiency point. And you're talking about health. And we always say in class, the healthy, the operator first. And I would assume from what you've said this morning that uh, you and Jane are still running vacuum cleaners. Absolutely. Absolutely. We still do. Uh, I'm still vacuuming. That never goes away. That's one thing that we always get our hands dirty. And I think we probably always will get our hands dirty because <laughs> that's another thing too, is the implementation of our practices that we try to do to show other people, our clients and our employees that we're not too good for anybody else. It's not that your business starts to, because that's what happens. You know, business starts to do well or at least on a path of doing well and then you know mentally you just want to become this big executive executive sit in this big leather cushy chair and eat lunch and have people bring you things and have a red phone on your desk well <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just getting a picture of, of, of Jaina with all of that you know like I don't know that that fits her personality too well <laughs> no she, you know, my wife is a very, very hands-on, hands-on person. She has been ever since her whole life, uh, since she was a little girl. And that's the way she was raised as well. And that's the way I was raised. You know, I grew up, my parents always told me, you got to work hard for what you got. You know, there's no, there's no gifts and, and you don't stop working hard. Sure. I mean, it helps when you, when you have more employees or whatever, you have more people to help you, to aid you and to be there for you. But still, there's no shame and ever 
pulling out the vacuum cleaner, like you said, Dave, and using it myself or getting dirty, getting into it. It is what it is. I mean, <laughs> now, now, that being said, are you, you guys are entrepreneurs, uh, and I'm sure that there's probably plenty of people going to listen to the recording of this uh, over the next year or two. Um, if you're new as being an entrepreneur, as you are in, in the last five years, are you married to this business 24-7, 365? Have you gotten away and taken a vacation, the two of you? Uh, do you have to have date night in order to have time with your wife? Kind of kind of give the uh, the new people, because like you said, there's new businesses all the time. What are they in for? Well, you know, in the beginning, I want to say in the early stages of when you're starting, it takes a lot of commitment and dedication. There's no doubt. You have to really be serious about it in the early stages. But as time goes on, what I've learned and what's worked out for me, and luckily I'm, I'm one of those fortunate people that I'm with my wife all day, every day, but sometimes I actually welcome getting away from her sometimes. I <laughs> I didn't know you. I didn't know you were going to go there, but that's okay. <laughs> but I'm one of those people that yes, we 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 work together, we live together, and of course, you know, obviously, we're you know we're married. But um, so <clears throat> that's all joking aside. But the reality is that there comes a time uh, when, like I said, when you have that sacrifice, I'd say the first year, two years of your business, you really, really got to work hard two to three years, but there comes a time to where you have to create some yourself time, no matter what the consequences are, no matter what. I've talked to a lot of people, I mean, <clears throat> you know, that that go and they say, like you said, Dave, oh, I'm married to my business. I can't leave. I can't go anywhere. I can't do nothing. I can't travel. I can't, no, because I'm afraid that there's a problem and I'm the only one that can solve that problem. Well, <clears throat> it's all training. You know, you, one thing is that if you've got a good product in place, you've got a good training program in place, which is really important for your employees, your clients will be understanding and they'll know that, hey, I am a human being. I have a life too. There's a, t you know, I have to have some R&R. &R. If they know that and, 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 you know, and they know that you're already doing a good job and you're true to your word and say, okay, I'm going to be on vacation for four days a week, two weeks, whatever. If there's any problem, you can call me, but I'll make sure that I can, if, if not myself, I can get somebody there to resolve your problem. So, that's all in that in that implementation. So I think it's really important for people that would be now entrepreneurs, like you said, to not get scared about that situation because it's not that way. I mean, ourselves, we're getting ready to uh, go to New Orleans here for about a week uh, in uh, April. Never been looking forward to it. And uh, we're going. Uh, I mean, we're not holding ourselves back to the where, oh, my goodness, I'm scared to death. I can't go. No, I mean, it comes a time to where you just you, Enjoy yourself. You have to, or else you'll burn out too. That's the other thing, and that's even worse. Well, I, I think that's what's interesting, folks. If you're if you're a new entrepreneur, or you're thinking about it, or you're in the first five years. You know, Javier's got some very good advice. You know, he's one that's living it in this current day and age, and doing it with a green cleaning business that he and uh, Javi, uh, and Jana are committed to wholeheartedly you know i think it's great as we've talked with you this morning to hear how you've moved through i remember those first few months of uh of you coming to class and those questions and the answers and and all of the things uh, during that first year it's uh, very great to hear how successful the two of you have been and that you're taking time for yourselves i think that's that's also important. That's why I wanted people to hear that, Javier. 
Yeah, no, uh, absolutely, Dave. Uh, yeah, there, it, it is. Uh, it is no, no, no doubt about it. It's, it really is uh, a very important. Uh, as I said, that you know, you got to take time for yourself, no matter what happens, no matter what uh, you do. It's just very, very crucial for your even for your own health. Well, it's it's great to uh, to hear that. I'm glad that you came on the show. I, I do have a couple other questions, though. Please shoot. Are you going to come back on the show on a regular basis, or is this a one-time deal? No, you know me. I'm I, I, I do what I say 99 percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll be happy to join you as much as possible, as much as you want. I can try to come on if you really want me to. I can make it put a hole in my schedule that I'll come on every Monday for you. That's or this the same time, the same uh, broadcast. I'd love to. Absolutely. Unless, of course, I will let you know in advance if something comes up. Like last week, unfortunately, you know, or an issue with the business, or where somebody I've got to be somewhere and meet a customer, or client, or a family issue, or whatever. But I'll, you know, as you know, Dave, I always let you know with a lot of advance notice. Well, you know, that's that's great. I think we've got one other person that he's in his third year. He comes on once a month with me. So let's let's start by telling the folks that you can listen to Javier, and maybe we'll get Jana on on a few of these uh, about uh, once a month to get started. And, hey, you know what? If people have questions and want to, maybe we'll get a few more times on the air with you. That sounds fantastic to me, and I'll make sure I'll, I'll get her on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do we want her on here by herself or with well, you to well, moderate? That, that's that's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, it, it's not that bad. We're just having a little fun with it this morning. Um, the other thing I'd like to know now, I mean, you just gave us, you know, where you guys are going here in, in a couple months. Um, what's on your personal bucket list for this year, Javier? Well, uh, for my personal bucket list, uh, again, like I, like I said, traveling uh, since, you know, of course, it's just my wife and I, and uh, we, we don't have any children. Um, so, you know, we don't, for, you know, our reasons or whatnot, we, we do a lot of, you know, traveling and stuff like that when we can. So I think traveling is a big, big issue. And she really loves it. She's been doing that most of her life, a lot more than me. So that's on my bucket list to go to some certain spots and places that I haven't been to. And then, of course, she wants to go back home to Europe uh, to, you know, her country hasn't been there in a long time. And of course, you know, <clears throat> I would like to join her. So that's on the bucket list. But um, other than traveling, Dave, I would say, um, I don't know, just try to have a good year now in 2022. I think things are looking up and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see that this pandemic situation as well has, has, has is kind of subsiding. So, you know, I think that just I think it's just to be happy and just try to enjoy yourself as much as possible, especially this coming year. Well, I'd like to say, folks, uh, you know, as uh, you mentioned, uh, 22 in the pandemic uh, uh, next. Uh, well, here in uh, seven weeks, we will be hosting our first live streaming conference. Uh, it's going to be on April the 12th, and with streaming means that's going to be to you where you're at right now, uh, wherever you are listening to this. Uh, April the 12th, you can register right now at www.peptalk2022.com. It's going to be a day where uh, over a dozen speakers will be coming on and giving a 15-minute talk. There's booths, everything to it's just like a live conference in person, but it's on uh, the web. Um, we'll also be introducing our conference for 2023. And so you don't want to miss that. There's two ways to register when you go there. There's the open registration if you just want to come on, listen, or watch the, the talks. 
but if you want a recording and you want access to the speakers and some other uh, a swag bag of items the speakers uh, have set up, uh, then you want the all-access Rockstar Pass. When you go to register, choose one of those. Do it today. People have already registered. We've got a good group of people uh, coming from all over the world, actually. Uh, I noticed we, uh, Javier, we even had some people from India and uh, from Argentina and South America have already registered for the event. So, uh, you know, as you say, 2022 is not uh, all bad. It's good. We, you know, we've learned how to adjust and do some things differently. That's absolutely, that's absolutely right. I couldn't agree more with that. So Javier, how would they get hold of you if they want to uh, learn more directly from you instead of wait for your next podcast? Well, you can always contact us directly uh, at our office. Uh, we're, of course, as our, we're based in Tampa Bay, uh, you can look up moderncleaningsolutions.com, which you know Dave has mentioned he was looking at our website. We have our telephone number, our office numbers there, and it's call forwarded directly to my phone and to my wife's phone. So we we are always on call, no matter what. There's not. I mean, my preference is that you know, I, unless it's an emergency, not at three o'clock in the morning, but with <laughs> 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 But in conventional times, we're, we're we're always easy to be contacted. You can contact her uh, or me, um, and uh, you know, as I said, we, we you know through the internet, and uh, we have Facebook as well. You can look us up moderncleaningsolutions.com on our uh, business Facebook page and our Instagram page. So we're there as well. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much how do you get a hold of me. And I and I, as you said, Dave, I welcome any questions. I love discussing things with people as well. And, um, you know, and just, just, Hey, just put my input and see, if, you know, shoot it around, see how it goes. Well, Hey, you know what? I thank you for uh, getting the courage up to be on the podcast for the first time, Javier. And, uh, we'll look forward to next month and getting you back on the air with us folks. Uh, as Javier said, he's all over the internet. So are we www.academyofcleaning.com is our main website. Classes go on all the time. Yes, we have the live conference coming up, but uh, come to a class, get certified, use that certification, uh, make sure you're moving forward uh, with whatever you're doing. Yes, we're uh, just like Javier. We're out there on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, all over YouTube. We've got hundreds of videos on YouTube. Folks, what I'd like to tell you is there's three words that we go by here. And, you know, Javier uh, mentioned where he's from and his wife, uh, Jaina, and we all start somewhere. And the journey is between there and our end. We don't know where that end's going to be, but whatever you're doing in between, make sure that it is healthy, positive, and proactive. Until we talk again next time, thanks, Javier, for being on the show, and good luck with uh, the next month. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for having me. Have a great one.